Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. And here we get a beautiful picture of Paul's care for the church at Thessalonica. Now he begins with the word therefore. So we have to go back to chapter 2 verse number 17. Paul is longing to see the members of the church at Thessalonica. And he's wanted to come time and time again, verse 18 says, but Satan has hindered them. So therefore, verse number one, when we could no longer endure it, we, we hadn't heard how you were. We thought it'd be good to be left in Athens alone and sent Timothy. So Paul, they said, we couldn't stand not knowing anymore. We wanted to show you that we cared and we couldn't come ourselves. And so Paul sent Timothy. Now the word left uh, in verse number one, to be left in Athens alone means to leave to leave loved ones at death. This is a, a, a strong word that's used. So he sent Timothy. Timothy is called in verse number two, a brother, a minister of God, and fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ. And what is he coming to do? To establish, verse two, and to encourage. To establish means to give them strength and to to give them encouragement so that they wouldn't be shaken by the afflictions, that they would understand that that Paul is persevering through the suffering and through the tribulation. And Paul wanted to know that through the suffering and persecution that believers had faced in Thessalonica, that they were still pressing on as well. And so, in verse number six, we see that Timothy comes back. Timothy has come uh, to us from you. And what did he what did he bring? He brought good news. And what was the good news? Good news about their faith, good news about their love, good news about the remembrance they have toward them, and good news about that they were greatly desiring to see Paul as well. So Paul, when he gets this good news, that's what spurs him to write the book of 1 Thessalonians. He cares enough not only to send Timothy, but now he cares enough to write. So he is going to write to them after receiving this good news and let them know how he is commending them and how he is comforted because they are standing in persecution. Notice uh, what, what he says in verse 7. Brethren, in all our affliction and distress... We were comforted concerning you by your faith, for now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. So the picture is, is man, our well-being is better. We feel like we really live now because you are standing faithful to the Lord. Then in verse number 10, he talks and shows that he cares enough to pray. And so he begins to pray for them night and day that they may see their face. And notice what he says at the end of verse number 10, and perfect what is lacking in your faith. The word perfect means to mature, that they needed to be uh, more mature in their faith. And so Paul wanted to help them with that. And then in verse number 11, we get the actual prayer that he begins to lay out for them as well. May our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. There's that heart again to see them. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all. Now, the Lord is the one who's going to give this love. May his love increase and abound. So we know that you're supposed to love him because he first loved us. But now he says, love one another in the church and then to love all. And then he says, and I want you to live blameless in holiness. 
Now, the words blameless and holiness, blameless is what we are on the outside before others. Holiness is what we are on the inside before God. And as Paul prays for their love and their holiness, we find that he's going to come back and visit these themes as he concludes in chapter 4 and 5.